Hi, it's Galilea. And my name is Galileo. And, and welcome, welcome to, to My Head, Head Hurts. Hurts. Where we talk about the physics of tsunamis. Are you in a tsunami? <laughs> Do you need help? Well, don't come to us. Do you want to learn about the physics behind your house breaking? You losing all of your possessions and maybe dying? <laughs> then you should join us at My Head Hurts. And that's spelled H-E-R-T-Z. A tsunami is a series of disastrous sea waves that is generally caused by a submarine earthquake, an underwater or coastal landslide, a volcanic eruption, and rarely meteorite impact with the ocean. Hey Galileo, what is a submarine earthquake? A submarine earthquake is an earthquake that occurs underwater. Normally the cause of it is the collision of tectonic plates. Wow, what interesting information. Have you heard of that tsunami in Japan in 2012? Yes, I have. That is a great example of a submarine earthquake. Whoa, elaborate. The epicenter of the submarine earthquake was located at a depth of 18.6 miles, about 30 kilometers below the ocean, below the floor of the Western Pacific Ocean. The earthquake was so strong that it shifted Earth on its axis. Tsunamis are pretty scary. I heard that a large wind-generated wave could have a wavelength of 200 meters, though typically tsunamis have a wavelength of 200 kilometers. And they can be pretty fast, huh? Going as fast as a jet plane, traveling up to 500 miles per hour in the open ocean. That is correct. The tsunami in Japan raced outward at speeds that approached 500 miles per hour and generated waves that were 11 to 12 feet high. Whoa, that's so molecule. <laughs> but Galileo, what happens when a tsunami approaches the shore? As a tsunami travels into the shallower water near the coast, it changes and travels at a speed that is related to the water depth. Ah, so as the water depth decreases, the tsunami slows down? Yes, as the tsunami approaches shore or land, it begins to slow and grow in height. Oh, well, here's the portion of My Head Hurts where we talk about what to do in the case of a tsunami. Hey, Galileo, what would you do in the case of a tsunami? Mm, probably try to outrun it. Well, that is what you shouldn't do. What you should do is get as far inland as you can and get to high ground. Then you should use the proper medical supplies and wait for about eight hours oh silly me that makes sense that's okay galileo we all make mistakes <clears throat> this is the portion of my head hurts where we listen to tsunami warning signs around the world a tsunami warning is issued when a tsunami with the potential to generate widespread indentation is impending or occurring Warnings alert the public that dangerous coastal flooding and strong currents are possible and alert emergency management officials to take action for the entire tsunami hazard zone. Some countries have different warning sounds and different systems based on the severity of the tsunami. Hey, Galileo, can we listen to the warning sirens now? <laughs> yeah, first up is Japan. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That was Japan. I think, like, Japan's is kind of cute. It kind of sounds like, a, I don't know, like a little kid's TV show type sound. Honestly, it sounds like the Power Rangers gun. <laughs> it kind of does. Cool. Yeah. Wait, did Power Rangers have guns? Yeah, they. I think so. It sounded cute, okay? Yep. <laughs> Next up is New Zealand. It sounds like it should be scary, but it's not. I know. I would just kind of, like, just hang out. I yeah, I'd be like... Okay. Wow. Yeah. But this, you run away. Run away if you if hear a tsunami. Yeah. Well, <laughs> even if they're cute. Even if they're cute, you should run. Yes. 
Well, that is the end of My Head Hurts. Thank you for listening to our podcast. For more information about tsunamis, visit our website at myheadhurts.com. Goodbye.